Hi everyone, welcome to Consistently Eccentric. This is Emma and this is the first of the mutiny editions of Consistently Eccentric. This week I'm taking over from Joe as host. He is my co-host, he is in the hot seat. No script, no idea. So let's start with our story. Welcome back. (laughs) Thanks. Now, are you ready for more Rupert Facts? Oh, are we just starting with Rupert Facts in this bit? Yeah, it's it's kind of like Rupert Facts and then there's going to be a mini quiz. Wait, so I have to learn these facts rapidly? Okay, go on. No, the quiz, you're just going to have to pull stuff out your ass because I haven't even covered any of the questions. So you're just going to have to guess. It's like school all over again. (laughs) Okay, Alfred... Uh, Pennyworth. No, stop it. Stop interrupting. Alfred Bestiality. Picking up the story from where we left off. Mm -hmm. Alfred Bestall, who carried on from Mary's work, felt so strongly for this tiny little bear and his red jumper, checky scarf and trousers, Mm -hmm. that he worked well into his 90s. What? Oh, yes. On bringing this creation to life. It meant so much to him. So how many years did he work on Rupert the Bear? Well, he wasn't a young man when it was given because he'd also he'd had he'd done, pre- punch. He'd done punch previously, and she passed the baton on, so, thinking that he was just going to be a stopgap. One thing I hadn't thought to ask: yes, after Herbert died, yes, who took over doing the prose and the poetry? She did. So she's she's handed the entire thing over to this poor guy, who's yes. not a young man anyway, and she's gone. Here you go, draw this bear. And he's Rupert's gone. Okay. yours now. Look after him. You've also got to do the poetry. And he's like, oh, well, I'm not yes, so good at that. Yes, but it has at least been formulated by that point. It, it, You know, Rupert really does have a formula. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously by that point, it was already loved. I mean, Rupert in the Express, it, in, it is an institution and it was back then, to be honest, from quite mm. early on. Um, the popularity of the Express just boomed with the introduction of this bear cartoon because previously they hadn't had anything. And one could argue that now the Express is a, a rag. It's that you a rag wipe that your is bottom with. pinned on Rupert. I think without Rupert, it would have just died. <clears throat> yeah, well, the level of journalism is very subpar. Now I'm going to give you some other artists that have also worked on Rupert. So following Alfred, when he retired in his 90s... So he, didn't, he didn't die at oh, post. No. no, no, no. He decided to pass it on. In his 90s. In his 90s. At that point, just go till you drop, obviously. Um, Alex Cubby was next. <gasps> Alex and he Cubby? Did, he, yeah, he only did it for a very short time before passing it on to John Harold. Right. And then finally, the current illustrator... There have only been that many. There have only been that many illustrators wow. of Rupert because people feel very strongly for the bear. Yeah. Stuart Trotter. Okay. Possibly my favourite name of all of them. I've got to say I'm with Cubby. <laughs> Alex Cubby, John Harold, and currently Stuart Trotter, who wor- who has worked on the comic strip since 2008. Wow. Okay, so he's, he's done 12 he's years. He's 12 so years into it now. He's done 12. But that means that over the 100 years, mm-hmm. you're telling me there have been five. It's been five illustrators, so you, yeah. So your average length of stint on a rupe... If you, if you agree once Trotter's given up, if you out there, listener agree to do Rupert you get offered the job by the mm. express be aware it's a for 20, 20 years. year gig yeah 20 years and of course the reason you have just touched on it the reason i chose this topic of course is that the cheeky little bear turned 100 
This month? This month, on the 8th of November, he officially had his birthday and was 100. And yes, he got his letter from the Queen. Oh, did he? He did. Was that in the uh, comic? It was in the comic and um, it was a letter was printed, I do believe, in the Express for Rupert. And is the Queen a fan, do we know? I, I assume because, you know, it's Rupert, she's, yeah. isn't it? So, every- as, yeah, she's nearly as old as Rupert, bless her. Now then, can you guess the year the first annual was published? Well, I know you've got ones from the 70s. So I do, yes. I'd, well, um... I've actually got a, one from the 60s as well. I'd imagine it would be after rationing ended, because I imagine the cost of producing something like that so 53 54 well you're absolutely wrong because rupert never was out of print well no never out of print in terms of the newspaper but i was just thinking an annual no, was quite an the annuals were never out of print they so were deemed when was the so first annual? important yes but when was the first annual? 1936 they went through the second world war they did it was deemed Rupert that important. lasted the war. He lasted the war, yes. Yeah, and you can get an annual for every year since 1936. Of course, oh, yeah. full of the stories. They mix it up, some old, some new. Some borrowed. So you will you will be able to find a Mary. Is there a, is there a story where Rupert punches Hitler in the face? Not to my knowledge, okay. but there should have been. Yeah. Just wondering if he got on the patriotism bandwagon like the American comics did. No. No, he, he stayed in a world of whimsy and love, didn't he? Mm. I mean, of course, the the ultimate album for me is would be the one from when I was born, which I don't have and I can't find, which is annual number 52, 1987. Oh, so if anybody does have annual 52... <laughs> In good condition, I will bite yeah. your hand off for it. I like in good condition. I am really picky. <laughs> really picky. I, All of mine are mint. Yeah, so, I, want, yeah. I want you to give me free stuff, but not just any free stuff. Only the best free stuff, please. Now then, as I have said, mm-hmm. my love for Rupert knows no bounds. Now, do you love Rupert? Are you ready for my mini quiz? I, I have to admit, the only things I know about Rupert are the ITV comics. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, the ITV cartoon. Yeah. Which I can remember one episode where they accidentally sneezed or something and time stopped and him and Bill grew very old and it was a very distressing episode for me. <laughs> and I think that's coloured my, my opinion of... Sneezing? Well, not sneezing, but no. Rupert. It's like Rupert the Bear. <laughs> oh, that's the bear whose cartoons are all about existential crises <laughs> and nihilism. And I don't... I believe he's a lot more sort of fun oh yes okay is. so okay we're going to start off with an easy question where does rupert live in the world in the realm of fantasy and fiction where does rupert live do you know where rupert lives of course i don't so i'm going to say i i'd like to think he lives in narnia no he doesn't he lives in nutwood oh god he does live in nutwood i knew that one you did know it so, I you, do know so nutwood. you are going to know the answers now now Unusually, this is a little factoid and then a question. Unusually, his friends slash slash pals slash chums, because that's what he called them, are all the same size, right? Regardless of species. That's true. Now, it's very unusual for a cartoon, especially in the newspaper, to not give variation. Apparently, mm. I have read this. I have done my research on this bit. Really unusual. But that's how it is. That's how he's always been. He's always been portrayed as a bear, obviously smaller yeah, than he should be. Because he never made it was a shiatsu. 
Now then, can you name any of his pals? There was Bill. That's it. Bill and he was a... I think he was a badger. He was indeed Bill Badger. Any there was either? there was the the um there was one called Pong Ping, I swear. Pong Ping, he is indeed a Pekingese. Is he Pekingese? That's what I, that's the yeah. one that I thought was a Shiatsu. He had oh, he, there was a pig. There was. I cannot remember the name of the pig. Now, but everybody definitely thinks a pig. he's called Porky, but he's not. He's called Podgy. Podgy, that's the badger, yes. Yeah. No, no, Bill's that's the badger. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Podgy Pig, can you name any of the others? Wasn't there a dragon? Didn't he know a dragon? He did, Ming. He knew, yeah, he definitely knew a dragon. Yeah, the, the dragon was called Ming. Right, and was, I, I assume, not sitting on a horde of you know, gold. and. No, he, he was pictured mostly with Pong Ping. I imagine him more like the look dragon from Neverending Story than anything. He was quite anything. tiny and often had a collar on oh. and uh, was walked like a dog. Oh dear. Mm. He was the only one who didn't wear clothes um, <gasps> and was featured as like a pet, if you there will. There were some humans. There was Mr. Bear and Mrs. Bear, I yes, remember I them. Yes, I know, but and they're not classed wore... as the pals. They weren't part of the gang. So shall I fill in some gaps for you? Uh, yes, why not? Okay, of course we had Edward Trunk. Oh yes, yes, I remember... Bill Badger. Yep. Podgy Pig. Yep. Algy Pug. God, yes. These are all names that See, I recognise once you say them. Uh, now, one that didn't feature very heavily, Willie Mouse. <laughs> that shouldn't be funny. <laughs> Bingo the Dog. No memory of that. No memory of Bill Bingo the Is Dog. Is that where the song B-I-N-G-O and Bingo no, was his name-o name-o comes from? I or was it the other way around? No, but he was a bit of a boffin. He had, like, glasses... <sighs> Okay, so he was he was Basil Exposition. Um, yeah, and he often looked like, you know, like just William with like his little school cap on yeah. and he had like stripes and he had like a... Was his role to explain things? I think so, yeah. I think, yeah, okay. yeah. And then we had Freddie Fox with his... And he was slightly older than Rupert with his no, younger no, no. brother. Freddie Fox is from Peppa Pig. You no. can't trick me here. No, Freddie with an IE, not a Y. Different, you see. Oh, okay. Um, was older than Rupert with his younger brother, younger than Rupert, Ferdie Fox. Ferdy. Ferdy. And he was often like in dungarees or like a little onesie or something. He was he was younger, so he was smaller. And then you had the twins, Reggie and Rex Rabbits. Right. And that, that kind of comprised that's quite, the gang. That's quite a... It's quite a cast, yeah. isn't it? Quite a cast for a comic strip, that. I mean, I, I guess if you've got 100 years of lore, you start to... Well, you've got to expand. You've got mm. to keep it fresh. Now then, the next question, of course, is that Rupert and his animal chums were not the only people. No, they weren't. And people being the operative word. Yeah, there were people. Um, that were part of this yep. world. So can you name any of the human characters? No, I can't. Right. I, so I know there were, there were people there. I'm through this little list of... And there were more than this. Okay, you're just going to name human names now, aren't you? No, there was the professor... No, featured. I remember him. Wispy yes. beard, little glasses. No, he was the conjurer. Oh, am I thinking of he the conjurer? He was the one that could send Rupert to China in a lift. As you do. As you do. So I'm guessing not, the professor not Wood was on the other side of the world to China. Obviously. Yeah. Um, the professor, obviously, inventions mostly. Oh, obviously. Wacky inventions. I remember I remember a story. Don't, don't where... say wacky inventions, otherwise you're getting into prof pattern pending, <laughs> can't you? <laughs> races um was it the same guy where he flavored rain that's an amazing idea yeah he changed he he changed he was going to he was going to solve world hunger by 
changing the weather and making it rain flavours and it filled you up. Was this, yeah, where Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs came from? I don't know. Or the Skittles advert? Or was it just, did it go terribly wrong and he just made sugar-filled rain and everyone died of diabetes? I remember um, Rupert saying something like, but the rain, it tastes like fish and chips. No. And I just thought, that's rank. Yeah. And the smell of that would be horrendous. (laughs) What have you made the rain smell of? Cooked fish. Cooked fish. Battered Battered cooked, cooked fish. fish. Oh, thanks, Prof. You absolute <laughs> Deep fried potatoes and salt and vinegar. Mm. Mm. I mean, we all love the smell walking past a chippy, but I don't want it to be on my coat when I get what home. What have you made it smell of? That weird smell you get when you walk past a Subway sandwich shop. Oh my God, what is that? Everybody knows the They're Subway. They're not allowed to call it bread. No. Well, the professor had a manservant called Bodwin. He had a manservant? He did. He had a manservant called Bodwin, yes. Okay. The conjurer lived with his daughter, Tiger Lily. I remember Tiger Lily and I remember yeah. getting confused again because with the Rupert cartoon mm. as part of the ITV sort of cartoon ensemble yeah. you also had the Peter Pan animated cartoon and yes, both of did. them had, had a Tiger Lily, a tiger Lily yes. and I thought she was pulling double duty and it really confused me. <laughs> Different cultures completely I do believe. Well I was, I was blind to Peter culture Pan. at that time I was innocent. Okay. So, who else do we have? Country, yes, we've said that. Okay, Sailor Sam and Captain Binnacle, not Barnacle. Binnacle. Binnacle. Is a binnacle a thing? Sounds like it. Sounds legit, you're, doesn't it? You're more interested in boats than I me, do, as we learned in the lock line. So, I mean, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sounds you, boaty. Weather's getting a bit bad, check your binnacle. I know, and with them often came the... Um, the character of Merboy. Now he never had a name. He was, he was always, just Merboy. Yeah, and he's on the front of one of my annuals. Well, Mer-boy. maybe maybe that was his name. I don't know. And then finally, the most the most usual recurrent character that was human was Rollo, the Romany gypsy. The Romany gypsy called Rollo. Yes. Okay. Rollo. Good. Now, and I, weirdly, for the time, I'm guessing he was a Romany gypsy who wasn't portrayed in the. Uh, no, sort of as as a bad person. No, 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 no. no. As a ruffian and uh, you know, as a, a bit of as a opposed rogue. to anything Enid Blight never wrote. Oh my God, should we just not go there? That's just oh, well, it's it's nice horrific. to know that they were pro- progressive. Every, as far as I remember, every other culture, even if the drawing was slightly stereotyped, in terms of the behaviours, there was no racist stereotypes in it. Everyone was essentially good. Yes, and to my knowledge, there was no kind of racial stereotypes in terms of when they said something it Mm. wasn't missaid so as to give the impression of a really bad accent Mm. no well that's good to know absolutely now as you just touched on Rupert has quite an eclectic group of friends lots of different places he collects friends from hither thither different backgrounds different ethnic can you be prejudiced if you're an albino bear? That's the question. Well, an that... anthropomorphic albino bear who wears fabulous fashion. You're probably just going to have to take people as you find them. You are. Now, over the years, Rupert has travelled far and wide, much like his original creators, Mary and Herbert. And many times goes out for something as simple as a bottle of milk and ends up in far-off fantasy worlds. Yeah, he is very terrible at going and doing the shopping. He is, he's terrible. I mean, Mrs. <clears throat> Bear sends him out and goes, Rupert, dear, blah, 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 blah. All poetry and stuff because I can't 
thinking poetry. Um, <laughs> that's not I don't how think my, many people can. That's not how my brain works. Um, go and get me a bottle of milk or, you know, I've run out of sugar and I'm making a cake. Oh, quickly, get daddy some more insulin. Yeah, you know, whatever. And uh, and he ends up in China, or like we've said, or at the bottom of the sea in Mm. King Neptune, because he appears in some of the stories, King Neptune's castle or an ice castle or Jack Frost's lair. Why would you you have a castle if you're underwater? I know this has nothing to do with it, but the sea's kind of an ambient temperature, isn't it? I assume it harks back to the idea of Atlantis. Mm, Fair enough. And a, a castle that's fallen into the sea and remains there. And is oh, so he's got someone else's sloppy seconds. Someone sloppy built, seconds. Someone built a castle that <laughs> fell into the sea and he's like... Second-hand home. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to just make do. Mm. He's loving it as all of those um, holiday homes on the other side of England drop into the sea. He's <laughs> like, oh yeah, this. Mm. Got a bungalow. Well, despite his travels, yep. it took him all over the place. Mm. The format for the text comic, because he has his own genre of comic, mm-hmm. the text comic never changes. Obviously, a normal comic, you have the idea like speech bubbles and, and words in the image. You do, yes. Never in Rupert, never. And I don't believe he ever used Comic Sans either. He didn't use comics sort of... No. Font. No. It's always nice and... Nice and... Formal. Proper. Mm. Yes. Proper. British. <clears throat> I'm just going to, I've lost my place. We can edit all of this. Thank you. Which is why I can now say footwork. Because of the unusual use of prose and mm. story with two picture panels a day and for the newspaper and four in the annuals. Yes. Yeah, four in a row in the annuals. Uh, the, store, the story is actually read, as we've said, four different ways. So at the top you have the header and the header is not always just the header. You get like a bit about what you're seeing. Yeah, it's like a brief. Like a brief, mm. yeah, exactly. And then you get the image. And then you get the, the rhyming pr- yeah. couplets, if you will. And then you get the full, the long story. Now, when I was little, if Dad wanted to do me a Rupert story... No, come on, come on. You're, you're talking about British institutions. If Papa... If my dearest Papa was to read me a Rupert story at bedtime, um, he would always pick the rhyme, because my dad is a lover of a rhyme. And... Mm. He will often now recall how much he loved reading me the Rupert. It's and gone River downhill Rose. now. It's all dirty limericks. But back then it was <laughs> it was innocent. But one of my musings about this form, which is unusual for a mm. comic strip, especially in the newspaper where space is at a premium, you don't want to print anything that's like going to take up far too much room. What else did the Express have? Well, to be honest, what does it have? But it does have Rupert, so that's what we're focusing on. I was wondering whether it might have led to its longevity because it was able to push a little bit more. It was able to give you more. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I think after a certain amount of time, the fact that it's such a long-running thing is enough of a reason to continue doing it. Yeah, but it wasn't like a slow starter. It wasn't like a slow burn. I mean, no, Rupert I mean, came out of the blocks running. Yeah, but once you hit a certain thing, once you've done, say, 50 years of something, mm. you it's can we afford to stop it? There will be some people who will come out and say, how dare you, I'll never read your newspaper again because you killed off Rupert. Obviously, okay. obviously off panel. Oh, gosh. Could you imagine? That'd be the worst story. 
that would be horrendous. <clears throat> it would be horrendous. Now, but, sorry. I was going to say, but yeah, it does look like nothing else. And you that, know a Rupert story at 100 paces because it does look like nothing else. You've got your, you've got your illustrated header, your panels, your prose, your story, and it does, it, it reads on so many different levels. It is like nothing else, really. Now, for the people who may have never met Rupert, or, I mean, how you could be in England and not have done, I don't know. Or we know do anything. have other listeners from other parts of the world, you know. I know, but I'm going for the, I'm going for our English listeners now. I mean, I've... I'm, I'm excluding some of our listeners. <laughs> no, not I'm at doing. all, not at all. Okay, for all the listeners who don't know who Rupert is, I urge you to look him up. So I'm going to give you some pointers as to where he's been and where to find him. Because his back catalogue, I think, is quite extensive. It's 100 years. It's 100 years, so it's bound to be. So if you know nothing about Rupert, how can you get to know him more? Well, I'm going to tell you. Over the years, you could find him in these books. Obviously, every year since 19... 36. Thank you, please. 36, you get the yearly annuals and that is current. So you could get the 2021. I mean, why? Because it has just been the year from hell. Maybe it's an uplifting present to yourself or another or a child. It's up to you. There's been a 46 book mini library series by Mary herself. Mary Turtle. Mary Turtle from Tootle. (laughs) (laughs) So she... Was that collected works then? Yes, yes. Um, it, she, she wasn't sold, going to do special work. They were sold individually. Mm. They have all individual titles, but you could buy them also as a collective. And I do believe they are quite sought after. There are 46 books. Mm. You might be able to find them online. I don't yes. know. There was also 18 original books for Woolworths in the UK. Oh, Woolies. Oh, good old Woolies. So we I know. saw Pick and Mix and apparently Rupert stories. And Ladybird clothing, if you oh. remember Ladybird clothing. I do, because if you find it now, it still looks exactly the same as the day it was made, because that Honestly, stuff is bomb-proof. isn't it? And now, I don't know this company. There was also a book series. It didn't say how many titles there was. It gave a few, but it says unknown. Um, by Brainwaves Limited, and they were published in 1991. So those are the books that are available. Obviously, current ones are your annuals, but Mm. series-wise, so those are your books. Mm -hmm. Now then, as you have mentioned, the TV series. Rupert has had several. Oh, right, not just the one I remember. Oh, no, no, no. So he he starred in his TV debut in 1970 in The Adventures of Rupert Bear. Right. There was 156 episodes of this and they were 10 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether you've ever heard the the theme tune, but this is why people call him wrongly, and I did it before, Rupert the Bear. Right. Because of the theme tune. Anyway, I'm <clears> going <throat> to attempt now... Oh, this should be good. ...to sing the bit that everybody remembers okay so you go rupert rupert the bear everyone knows his name right okay so that that was the theme tune and obviously it was more padded out like that it was very catchy i think and that is why people miscall him 
Rupert the Bear. Fair enough. Instead of Rupert Bear. Okay, now, the next time he appeared on TV, after his 150... I mean, that's quite a big run for a 10-minute cartoon. Remember, that this will be like... This was lunchtime as well. Yeah. And this, this is the BBC. The, this is the BBC, right? Oh, it was the BBC, So yes. this is the BBC who will do six episodes of beloved comedy shows and then go, that's enough. I know, right? The fact that they commissioned 156, 156. of anything I is know. insane. I know. I mean... Thus proving that Rupert, you know, kicks ass. The next time Rupert appeared in something new was Rupert and the Frog Song. Nope. Written by Paul McCartney and directed by Jeff Dunbar. That we all stand together. Nope. Have you never seen it? Nope. Anyway, it's an animated... There you go. Nope, well, I've sorry. seen that. Okay. Well, it's an it's an animated piece of music called Rupert and the Frog Song. Right. And the song itself was written by Paul McCartney, and it's called We All Stand Together. Lovely. You can find that on YouTube. Was that as part of Wings? No, that was, that was standalone. Completely Paul. standalone. Okay. Now, in 1985 to 88, yes, Rupert was commissioned again by the BBC for 36 shorts now this is in the format that we remember very very well and we were only talking about how our kids would not accept this as a current cartoon style they were stills with a narration oh do you remember that format of kids tv show where they just literally show you like a picture from a book harem scarum Harem scaring was that? Absolutely, yeah. You just zoom yeah. slowly in zoom on or, the picture. Or out, or it twisted slightly. To or... give an illusion of movement, yeah. yeah. Well, that that was, yeah, there was 36 shorts mm. made for the BBC in three years. Okay. He's doing well. Mm. And now, because of the date, I think you're getting to what I remember. Oh, yes. Now... Now Where he ends up in a plane. Yeah, Okay. This is my beloved cartoon. This is the one that I have recorded from TV. This is the one that scarred me for life. This is the one that scarred you for life. This is my my childhood cartoon that I I love even now. I just I just love it. It was released in England, France, and Canada. It was both British, French, and Canadian. They would it was two 2D cartoon and it used all of Alfred Bestall's work. Oh, so it was all of his stories? It was all of his stories and they tried as closely as possible to use his style mm. of Rupert because of course every illustrator has this has a tweak. Although Rupert looks like Rupert and we recognise him, they've all had a little go. Mm. The so, one yeah. thing I need to point out there is that the actual, the comic alliance, the sort of cartoon alliance that was done between France, England and Canada, it produced some of the best cartoons of our childhood. I think so. Tintin also. Yeah, and Albert the Fifth Musketeer. And Albert. I mean... Th- there was something about that mix. I mean, even Sharky and George, that was a French import. God, anyone who's not had a chance to watch French commissioned cartoons, there's a, a lovely sense of hopelessness in them. Yeah. And real adult... Just... Just touching on the adult themes yes. and sort of like real world issues, but in a way that it doesn't seem scary. It just seems like... No, it's accessible to all ages, yeah. but it does... I mean, the jeopardy is there. Oh, yeah. It is there, definitely. Especially in Tintin. He almost dies. He gets knocked out a lot. He does. 
a lot more than anyone should tintin if he was you know to make it to old age would definitely have some form of brain damage induced dementia probably as would captain haddock but that was just purely through his drinking alcoholism i think now apparently Mm. off the back of this and boy this was massive i mean it ran for six years it doesn't say how many episodes there was but they basically ran through his back catalogue they ran through his entire back catalogue and used every bit that they possibly could Mm. in 2000 a film version was greenlit from hollywood i have never seen that film it was never made oh is it still in production hell now it's i don't know whether it's tied up but it was never it just never got past the green light but it it, was actually greenlit i know and yet you could make that peter rabbit abomination now, talking of abominations, sadly, I do have to tell you that in 2006 to 2008, Rupert was on the screens again. Mm-hmm. Brace yourself. It was a stop-motion animation series directed for I've small, seen this. small children. The clothing was updated. and He's it wearing was, a hoodie. Yeah, it was all made more no, accessible. No, was he seriously wearing a hoodie? He was. Oh, God. It was all made more accessible for a younger audience. Um, one thing they also decided was to make Edward Trunk younger. They took away his tusks. What? Yes, and he, he no longer wore a little bowler hat. They put him in a jumper, like an orange hoodie jumper as well. It was it was absolutely awful. They changed names. They changed gender. They changed the purpose of the programme. And the reason You're why very angry about I this, am, I can tell you. Mm-hmm. It actually, it made me angry writing it, to be honest. Um, in my personal piece, personal opinion, complete and total sacrilege of the Rupert name. But what do I know? Well, it got canned after two years. So. Yeah, I know, right. It wasn't the 1991 to 97. But I believe, I believe that's not the end of it, because wasn't there a CGI one, or have I dreamt that? According to my resources, that's where it was ended. Now, I thought there was one more as well, one more current, because I thought there was one that our daughter had watched that possibly wasn't current when she was watching it, but was made in between. Mm. So, possibly. Yeah, but it was so bad that they wouldn't even admit it was made. Yeah, exactly. I think that speaks volumes. Now, as a gamer... Okay. You have played computer games, have you not, in the past? I am I am aware that there's a plumber who jumps on turtles. <laughs> and a little fox that has a little mask and a blue ho- uh, hedgehog. A little fox? Who's the little fox that has a little mask? Is that Bandicoot? He's Is a he... Bandicoot. Is that an animal? Crash, Crash Bandicoot is a Bandicoot. <laughs> Yes, it's an animal. Well, there you go. That's just blown my mind. Every day's a school day. I thought Crash Bandicoot was a fox. Why did you think they called him Bandicoot? I just thought he was a fun name. I don't know. Brilliant. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well. Moving on. I shall show you a picture of a Bandicoot later. If you were a gamer in the 80s, you could actually play Rupert Games. Please tell me they were on, like, the Apple... uh, No, the Acorn. They were on the Commodore 64 and the ZX Spectrum 8-bit. So all of the top names. All of the top names. So if you fancied, you could play Rupert Toymaker's Party and Rupert and the Ice Castle. Cool. They sound amazing. And I really wish I had 
footage or even a box illustration of what they might have been, but I could not find anything. Right, I scoured. We'll, we'll go on we'll go on archive.org and we'll look for an emulator Brilliant. and we'll see if you can play. Although I warn you now, it will not look like Rupert. Probably not. Probably not. Now then, bringing him right up to this year, right up to date, this is the very, very last bit. Yep. This is where you can find Rupert currently, apart from in the Express and the Annuals. For his 100th birthday in September 2020, that's this year, the Royal Mail issued and bestowed the highest honour, as we said before, that any British person... Especially a bear. Especially a bear... Um, could be bestowed he became a stamp yay and not to exclude he's also a commemorative coin he is he's a 50p that's that's the other one if you get the 50p and the stamp oh you may as well yeah it's better than a knighthood i mean you're an institution surely by that point um so not to um oh yeah to make sure that uh, these stamps were accessible for everybody <clears throat> they weren't all first-class stamps. They were also second-class stamps. There was a range of prices as well oh, for the stamp collection nice. because... And fourth-class. I hear that's a thing. Oh, you can go right down. You can go right, right, right down. <laughs> What's so, the yeah. lowest class of stamp? You know post. You know postmaster. I'll, I will ask the postmaster and mistress that I know what the lowest class stamp is the lowest class stamp is you just sell a tape a one pence piece to the outside (laughs) of the envelope (laughs) and it gets there when it damn well gets there absolutely so there you go rupert the bear wow 100 years old and is now a commemorative stamp which yeah he can he can now stop yeah he's finally reached he won't but he can we just get into the zone 